0: On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what abolished language is. Most of my research is a Google search away, so you can always deepen your understanding by reading more articles, journals, and studies on this topic. And that's also my disclaimer. So one Sunday morning in one of the WhatsApp groups I belong to, there was a heated debate about, can't remember what exactly, All I remember is that emotions were high while I was trying to catch up the conversation shifted to how one of the members said something ableist. But this then turned into another conversation about how their approach used to tell her was condescending. I was honestly intrigued because before that, I didn't realize I could be ableist with the common words and phrases that exist in our vocabulary. After conducting my own research, I realized that we wreak havoc in a society that we so often preach inclusivity. I later promised myself that I would want to talk about it, not just with my friend Linda, but to more people, and the short podcast episode was just perfect. Because not a day passes that I scroll through my Twitter feed and not see something ableist. This saddens me, but I hope you share this episode with the next person to stir the conversation in the many group setups you belong to. So as we proceed with this episode, I hope you all are open to learn and learn and relearn, no matter how short this might be. Now let's get down to the nitty-gritty of today's conversation. People use ableist words and phrases every day without realizing the harm they do. Abolism is referred to as discrimination or social prejudice against people with disabilities based on the belief that typical abilities are superior. It can manifest as an attitude, stereotype, or an outright offensive comment or behavior. If a culture's language is full of pejorative metaphors about a group of people, that culture is not going to see those people as fully entitled to the same inclusion as people in a more favored group. Here are some examples. Falls on deaf ears. This is an expression for people who refuse to try to understand something we might be explaining. It refers to people who willingly choose to ignore our perspective this associates deafness with unwillingness or inability to understand those that are deaf or hard of hearing don't need to hear to understand instead say they refuse to understand or they didn't realize turn a blind eye to blinded by not everyone is able to recognize their privilege and when people can't seem to recognize it people often say they are blind to it In this phrase, blind is equated with ignorance. That's not what being blind means. Blindness is a physical condition of the eyes. It's not a way to describe someone who lacks critical understanding. And to continue referring to blindness in this context only feathers the stigma and misconceptions that surround the condition and the people with it. Instead say they don't recognize their privilege. You just had an argument with your boyfriend and while telling someone about it, you say, my boyfriend is emotionally crippled. Crippled is commonly used to describe the brokenness of something. Unfortunately, crippled has also been used as a hurtful slur against disabled people. It describes them as broken and disabled people are not broken. Instead say, my boyfriend is unable to connect with his emotions. The word has gone autistic. This phrase is trying to describe how detached or even selfish our society can be which only serves to validate the outrageous stigma against autistic people. As holistic individuals might believe that autism causes an inability to communicate, connect, and empathize, but that's not true. Autism, while it varies in complexity, is a diversion from neurotypicality. People on the spectrum are still human, despite what others might be saying. Instead say, the world has become disconnected. Finally, we have to be cautious about the idea of first-person language and identity-first language to reduce stigma when referring to an individual with physical or cognitive disability or health or mental diagnosis. Instead of defining people by their disability, focus on the fact that people with disabilities are first and foremost just people. An example, of this would be saying a person with a disability instead of a disabled person. While others prefer seeing the disability as part of who they are, which cannot and should not be separated from their identity. In this case, you may say a disabled person or an autistic person. The difference between perspective eventually boils down to it being something that you have or something that's at the core of your identity. I bet you're getting the hang of it. Other words and phrases may include crazy, daft, turn a deaf ear to, dumb, lame, standing in solidarity, lunatic, psycho, can't you see what I mean? Stupid, the list is endless, oh my god. Instead of ableist words, you can use suitable alternatives to replace everyday ableist words and phrases. Even though some of the alternatives may be synonyms, they don't carry the same history and baggage that Ebola's words and phrases do. It takes some work, but we lose nothing by replacing this language. If this is all new to you, you're not alone. The nature of your privilege is that it's invisible. It's only until we learn about how we benefit from privilege and begin to recognize it that we can change how we fit into the picture. Language is only one way in which Ebolism manifests in society, but the language we use can transform conversations, perceptions, and biases. It's okay if this is overwhelming and if you don't change the way you speak and write overnight. It's also okay if you choose not to change at all. However, I encourage you to think about how taking these small steps can create a different experience in an Ebolist world. I hope you learned something until next time.